Thank you all for tuning in to the Your Edge podcast. I'm Therese Van Ryan, Global Director of Public Relations at Zebra Technologies, and I'm here today with another one of our board members, Frank Mudrison, to learn how technology is delivering the benefits that businesses need and expect right now. Frank spent nearly three decades with Accenture and has a wealth of technology and customer-facing experience. He has also served on the front lines as a first responder. Thank you for joining us today, Frank. Thank you for that kind introduction, Therese. You bet. Frank, when you joined Zebra's Board of Directors in 2014, the Internet of Things, or IoT, big data, cloud computing, and mobility were the technology trends promising to transform business. If you fast forward to today, it seems these are still the technologies that remain central to companies' growth and sustainability. Why do you think these have had such lasting power in a sector that seems to evolve by the minute? Well, things evolve by the minute, as you said. However, these bigger trends happen over a very long period of time. I remember mobile was gaining speed, you know, 20 years ago. And at some point, somebody pointed out, you know, we would hit a point where there would be more mobile devices than pairs of shoes in the world. I think we passed that in 2010 or 2012. And what happens is as these devices became more ubiquitous, people thought of more ways to use them and more people use them. So you have that feeding on itself. So we now have more mobile devices than we do desktops because of the power. Now, inside of that, the evolution of the devices has happened much more rapidly on a minor scale of the devices, but the overall trend uh, has continued over the long period of time and promises to continue. Mm-hmm. As the chief information officer for Accenture, you were responsible for the information technology strategy, applications, and infrastructure that supported over 280,000 employees. So you know firsthand what it takes to empower a global workforce. What are the biggest changes you've seen in the tech industry since you held this role, and where do you see the industry going? Well, one thing I've seen is obviously there are more and more and better capabilities than ever before. The the one thing that I'm seeing better recognition of and change is that companies are realizing their own old technologies are actually boat anchors on evolving their technology and on the company. So getting rid of the old and making it easier to then introduce newer technologies is something that I've seen a bigger shift on because companies want to be embracing the new and moving forward and being competitive. Uh, and that's actually really important, more so than ever before. Frank, October is Cybersecurity Month. Given your interest in this area, can you share with us your perspective on some of the key considerations companies have today to strengthen the security of their IT systems? Well, I think the the bottom line there is really to think about cyber and design security in right at the beginning, either the beginning of products, the beginning of implementations of technology, the beginning of design of processes. It really needs to be very much at the front end of any activity to make sure you're building in security first. Uh, That's a paramount consideration today, more so than ever before. Mm -hmm. I understand that you are often found out on the front line serving as a volunteer firefighter. What prompted you to become a first responder? Well, I started that as a 
young adult on Long Island um, many years ago and really enjoyed it. When I uh, moved uh, to college, I start, moved to Carlisle, Pennsylvania. I joined the fire department there. And then um, about almost 20 years ago now, in 2002, I joined the Glen Ellen Volunteer Fire Company in suburban Chicago. I've gotten a lot of satisfaction of participating in the fire company and also a great opportunity to participate in the community and give back. How much time do you spend on the front lines? Oh, it varies, uh, but something on the order of one to 200 calls a year, plus training, plus uh, I'm now on the board of the fire company. So there's a lot of, uh, you know, administrative tasks that we end up doing. Uh, so it, it all boils together, but it's a, a great way to give back to the community. It's wonderful. They're fortunate to have you. Thank you. I understand. Yes, I understand volunteer fire departments are looking for new team members and you can work with people from a variety of backgrounds. Can you tell us what it's like to join a volunteer fire department? Well, it's a great experience, period. And what's really good is the diversity of people Uh, in our fire company. We have people from all walks of life, from engineers to uh, people who work in the construction fields, to nurses, to accountants, to attorneys. We have a, quite a number of attorneys, it turns out. Um, but it's a diversity of people and experiences all trying to help people. And the great part is volunteer fire companies are always looking for more volunteers. And it is the most predominant type of firefighter in the United States. There's always an opportunity to join a volunteer fire company and they'll give you all the training and get you going on, on what can end up being a lifelong endeavor. Very nice. Frank, what modern mobility tools are being used on the front lines today? Well, you see new technologies being introduced and they all center around mobile. Uh, we have a dispatch piece of dispatch software that when we get a call, not only do we get ri- calls via the radio, but we also get them on our mobile phone now. So you get the text information of the call. You can then easily map where the location is. And then the one that I wish I had invented is such an obvious need. is In a volunteer fire company, you, you didn't previously know who was coming to the call. You just went to the firehouse and you, you got together and you went on the call. Today, we have a tool called I Am Responding, which uh, using your phone, members can indicate who, if they're responding. And you can also see who else is going to the call. Really revolutionized uh, how we think about calls and responding to them. It's been great. Mm-hmm. I bet that real-time visibility is very valuable. Yep. This has been quite a fascinating discussion, Frank. Before I let you go, let's go behind the stripes. What do you enjoy doing in your free time? Do you have any unique hobbies or passions? I'm not sure they're unique, but I do like getting outdoors. Um, And I think that's been a big trend more so than ever before uh, with the whole COVID situation. But getting outdoors, I, I like playing golf. I like fly fishing. I like cycling. Just getting out is just wonderful. I agree. Frank, thank you again for joining us for this episode of the Your Edge podcast and helping us get to know you better. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Bet. I want to thank our listeners as well for tuning in to today's episode of the Your Edge podcast and encourage you to check out other recent conversations with Zebra's chairman, Mike Smith, as well as board members, Linda Conley and Janice Roberts. I'm Therese Van Ryan, signing off until next time.